Good morning. It's time for Two Guys on Sports. I'm Larry Hazard. I'm Dick Olson. Good morning, Larry. Morning, Dick. Mm. And uh, here we go. Week uh, three of the high school football season in the books. In the books. Another good week for the Nilza Warriors. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> traveling over to Durand to play Durand, Arkansas, and coming away with a 28-6 victory. So. Yeah, a pretty good uh, game uh, both sides of the ball. Yeah, really it was. But, you know, I like said they gave up an early uh, touchdown on the first drive, but uh, I'll tell you what, uh, the defense really stopped the Durand running game, which is their big part of it. And you could see uh, when they had to throw, they did not throw well. Right. So, and then – and then I give the coaches a lot of credit. At halftime, they had really, they did not run the ball well in the first half. They came out running that ball in the second half and really ran it well and wore down Durand in the second half. And you could see it. Uh, every time Gunnar Barth and, and Mike Ozoski ran the ball, it was getting harder and harder for them to get tackled. Yeah, so, and the time ran off the clock. And you everything. bet, you bet. You know, so good, it was just, a good just, second half. You bet. So. And the Warriors, as you mentioned, uh, didn't run the ball well in the first half, yeah. but threw the ball well. Threw the ball well, yeah. You know, it's uh, a lot of single coverage on uh, Braylon Boyer and Ashton Schultz, and and Bryce Erickson had time and was able to pick them out, and and that was uh, how they got down there and got that first touchdown. So, yeah, so. yeah. So Nielsville mm-hmm. granted now two and one on the season, mm-hmm. and one and zero oh in the Clover Belts, and now they. Uh, go to week four. Hard to believe I say week four of the <laughs> yeah. high school football season, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but. Uh, Fall Creek now comes into town into uh, D.E. Peters Athletic Field, and there's a team that likes to throw the ball. I was going to say, this is going to be totally different for the Warriors because the first three weeks they played teams that do not depend on the pass. They right. want to run the football. Um, last week in their loss to Stanley Boyd, maybe part of it was because of a loss, but uh, Nathan Kurtz, the quarterback of Fall Creek, was 19 out of 50 Oof. for 235 yards, one TD, and three interceptions. So. Like you said, they may have fallen behind, and maybe. yeah, they did fall. You know, they were ahead seven to nothing at halftime, Larry. Okay, and then Madden Marr of uh, Stanley Boyd returned the opening kickoff, eighty-one yards for a touchdown, and after that, the momentum all swung to Stanley Boyd, and and uh, Fall Creek scored a late touchdown to make it twenty-five to fourteen. But Stanley Boyd really took it to him in the second half. So. so the passing may have been something they had to do, but Fall Creek still likes to yeah. pass the ball. Yeah, and I and you look at their. Okay, they um, the other night they rushed for twenty four yards. You know, <laughs> wow. but you know, as we've seen over the years, Larry, watching this, they use their backs on short passes, and mm-hmm. it's almost like a running. That's sure. kind of more their running game anyway. So, mm-hmm. but uh, so it, it brings out, it'll bring in some interesting deals, you know, because you know the Warriors are going to have to get a rush on Kurtz and and uh, hopefully play good solid defense on the back end. Right. So, right. So. So Fall Creek, Nielsville, Granton, uh, Friday night, 7 o'clock on mm. uh, 92.7 WPKG with the pregame at mm. around 6.35. But the other game in the Cloverbelt has Mondovi at Stanley this Boyd. This should be a dandy. You know, uh, Stanley Boyd looks like they're as good as everybody thought. And Osceola uh, was 2-0, and and then they got a forfeit from Osceola Fairchild last week. So they're 3-0, and and so... But they're traveling up to Stanley Boyd. We'll see, you know, so... Yeah, you look at the latest uh, rankings in mm. the state, and... Uh, Mondovi is currently fourth mm-hmm. in Division Six. Yeah, right. So, so, yeah, and what's interesting, Larry, these are the next two teams on Nielsville's schedule. Right. So maybe they got a scout up there. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, you know, Stanley Boyd looks like they're the, they're doing the usual things they always did. You know, they're kind of built to, for that turf up at uh, up at Forward yeah. Financial Field and. Uh, a lot of passing out of the, you know a lot of short stuff to the backs and a lot of 
lot of misdirection. Yeah, so, they're always known for that. Yep, so, so. And uh, Mondovi, I'm not so sure what they're up to. Yeah, this year I, I don't their big know. Quarterback. Yeah, I, I believe I forget his name, but their wide receiver is their starting quarterback. You oh, know, okay. okay. And then uh, Peyton Snyder is their big running back. So, so they kind of did what uh, yeah. what Duran did. Yeah, with ab- their receiver at quarterback. Yep, yep. So, so all right, a couple so. of games uh, in the area tonight. And uh, eight man, mm-hmm. Prairie Farm is at Greenwood, and Almost Center Lincoln is at Lake Holcomb. Yep. Tonight, those are the only games uh, in our area. Mm-hmm. And uh, speaking of eight man football, we got a new uh, number one team, and it's <laughs> yeah. another uh, area team. It's yeah. Gilman. Now. Gilman, yep. Thorpe, uh, Thorpe uh, had had a lead at McDonald at halftime, but uh, the Max really came out and took it to them. Second half, outscored them, I believe, uh, twenty four to nothing. I, I think it was twenty to six at halftime. As I recall, and I think the final was thirty to twenty. Yep, so, thirty to twenty. So, so that moved McDonald Central up six notches yeah. to number three this week yeah. in the eight-player poll, and Thorpe yeah. moves down to number six. You know what I found interesting too, looking at the eight-man. Um, you know, we, we talked about Wausau Newman being the number one. They got thrashed by Florence again last week, so I don't think it's going to be Wausau Newman's year in eight-man. No, Newman so. Catholic <laughs> is out of the uh, out of the poll. Florence, by the way, was not ranked last week, yeah. and they are ranked eighth. Yeah, after that and, and the same thing with uh, Three Lakes and Three Lakes Phelps mm-hmm. last week. They were not ranked, and then they went into Wausau Newman and beat them, and now they're right up there too. Ranked so. second in the state. Yeah, so. <laughs> All right. Uh, speaking of the polls, the uh, AP poll also came out, mm-hmm. which is a little different than the uh, Wisports.net right. coaches poll. The coaches poll kind of goes more in divisions. Yeah, this goes big, middle, and large, yeah. uh, small, I yep. believe. Yeah. Large, medium, and small is yeah. what they go by. And Kimberly is a top team in the AP mm-hmm. poll for the large divisions. Port Washington is number one in the medium divisions. It's funny because Catholic Memorial got votes yeah. in the AP poll, but they're number one still <laughs> yeah. in that uh, yeah. coaches poll. And Kenosha St. Joseph is the top team in the small divisions. Yeah. So it's a little different uh, for the AP yeah. and so. the uh, coaches poll. Mm-hmm. All right, girls volleyball. Uh, they're going to be getting, getting into conference, uh, I would think. Next week. Next week, okay. Yeah, this week, um, the girls Saturday – Nilzo girls, excuse me, are mm-hmm. at an invitational at Sparta. Okay. And that includes Fall Creek, GET, Altoona Regis. I did not realize Altoona and Regis co opt in volleyball. I did not know either. Okay. Wanawak Center, Arcadia, Menominee, Mauston, Black River Falls, and of course Sparta and Nilzo. So pretty good competition now. Yeah, there. you look at the uh, latest poll for girls volleyball, and Fall Creek did receive votes yep. uh, in Division Three, mm-hmm. so they are going to be down there. Yeah. And the girls, uh, the volleyball, Nilsville girls volleyball starts at their conference season Tuesday at Greenwood. So, okay. So all right. So I was going to say that'd be getting going. Yeah, they're soon. playing an awful lot of, <laughs> a lot of volleyball before they get to the conference. You bet they do. So all right, uh, and in cross country, uh, the big cross country meet last weekend uh, over in Marshfield, and they had another one earlier yeah. in the week. Yeah, but as I said last night, uh, the local guys are in the area. In the small school division, were very respectable. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Isaac Shear and Nathan Shear were one and three in that race, and then Connor Gennaman from Loyal Greenwood and Bryce Deegan from Loyal Grant were six and tenth, and then Will Drinka from Nilzo, a very respectable eleventh, and Hunter Schultz seventeenth. So, very nice uh, showing yeah. over there for those guys. So, and then they again they had another one on Tuesday over at uh, Wildwood Park, and Isaac yeah. Shear took first overall yeah, you in bet. that one. Yeah, he's. This is going to be his year, I think. So <laughs> yeah, they said in that in that uh, Marshfield Tiger Cross Country Invitational, his freshman year he took third. Mm-hmm. Last year he took second. 
And now as a junior, he took first. First, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We'll see what he does as a senior. Better and better and better. Yeah, <laughs> you bet, so. he is good. Um, Nilsville uh, will be hosting a meet this next Tuesday at okay. Levis. Okay. And that's a 13-team deal, too. It's usually so, a big yeah. one. Augusta, Cadat, Stanley Boyd, Auburndale, Columbus Catholic, speaking of the Shears, um, Toma, Bangor, Marathon, Chippewa Valley Lightning Bolts, Mondovi, Loyal Greenwood, Alma Center, Lincoln, and Nielsville. So okay. very big field there and a lot of quality teams, too, yeah. it looks like yep. to me, too. So, so Yeah, that should be a good one over at uh, Levis Mount again next yep. Tuesday for that you one bet. So. in uh, cross country. All right, uh, before we get into uh, more of uh, sports that's happening. Let's get into where are they now. Okay, Larry, I'm going to go up to Athens, and I want to talk about Bob Empey. And Bob Empey was a 1989 graduate of Athens High School. Bob was a three-year letter winner for Athens cross-country team. His junior year, he placed 12th at the Merriwood Conference meet, which earned him second-team all-conference honors. He also placed sixth at the WIA Regional that year, which qualified him for the WIA sectionals, where he would place 22nd. His senior year, he placed fifth at the Merriwood Conference meet, which earned him a first-team all-conference honors. He placed fourth at the WI Regional, qualifying him for the WI sectionals, where he would place 14th. In the winter, Bob was a member of the Athens Blue Jay wrestling team, where he was a four-year letter winner. His freshman year, he was 12-9, and nine, and his sophomore year, he was 15-10. and 10. His junior year, Bob was 19-9. He placed second at the Merriwood Conference meet, earning second-team all-conference honors. And he finished second at the WIA Regional, qualifying for the WIA Sectional, where he would finish fifth. His senior year, Bob was 22-6, and six, and he was a Merriwood Conference and Regional Champion, qualifying for the WIA Sectional Tournament, where he would finish third, just missing out on a trip to the WIA State Tournament. In the spring, Bob was a three-year letter winner on the Athens track team, running the distance events for the Blue Jays. His senior year, he would finish second in the two-mile at the WIA Regional, quali qualifying him for sectionals. After graduation, Bob would enroll at UW-Stevens Point and join the Pointer wrestling team. Bob would wrestle four years for the Pointers with a career record of 45 wins and 31 losses. Bob would graduate from UW-Stevens Point with a degree in physical education in 1994. His first teaching job was at Stevens Point Area High School as a physical education teacher and assistant wrestling coach under Hall of Fame coach Dave Amdahl. In 1996, Bob was hired at Stoughton High School as a physical education teacher and assistant wrestling coach. In 1999, head coach Dan Spildy asked Bob to become co-head coach with him, and they continue in these same positions today. Since 1999, Stoughton has, had, has won 20 Badger Conference Wrestling Champion, been the conference wrestling champion 20 times, they have won 22 WIA team regionals and 16 WIA team sectional championships to qualify for the WIA Division I state team tournament. In 2001, they were D1 runners-up, losing to Wisconsin Rapids in the finals 36-18. In 2004, they were runners-up, losing to Wisconsin Rapids 37-16. In 2015, they were runners-up, losing to Kirkana 41-21. And in 2016, they were runners-up, losing to Kakana again, 29 to 27. In 2017, they were runners-up, losing to Kakana again, 35 to uh, 27. In 2018, they finally broke through, defeating Holman, 31 to 29, in the Division I Finals. In 2019, they would repeat as Division I champions, defeating McQuanago, 42 to 24, in the Finals. 
And in 2020, they would make it a three-peat, defeating McQuanago in the finals 32 to 30. In 2021, they would go back to runners-up, losing their con of 38 to 26 in the finals. Since 1999, the uh, Stoughton Viking Wrestling Program has produced 23 Division I state champions, including three-time champion Nicolar Rivera, uh, now a member of the Wisconsin Badger wrestling team. Bob and his wife Lynn have had three sons that, ha that were and are a part of the Stoughton Wrestling Program. Son Brooks had a career record of 148 wins and 30 losses. He was sixth at Division I, 182 as a freshman, second at 195 as a sophomore, and state champion at 220 pounds as a junior and senior. Today, Brooks is a member of the Wisconsin Badger Wrestling Program. Son Griffin wrestled heavyweight from, for Stoughton uh, for four years, having a career record of 151 wins and 22 losses. He was a state qualifier as a freshman and was second place finisher as a sophomore, junior, and a senior. Today, Griffin is a member of the football program at North Dakota State. Youngest son, Gatlin, had a 23 and 25 record as a freshman this, pre this previous year at 170 pounds and was a sectional qualifier. Bob's coaching record uh, is to, at, at this point is 425 wins and 52 losses. Uh, Bob was elected to the uh, Wisconsin Wrestling uh, Hall of Fame in 2018. And also the Stoughton Wrestling Club is host team for the Wisconsin Wrestling Youth Wrestling Tournament at the Alliant Energy Center every year in March. Before the tournament starts, there's a parade of wrestlers, and that parade always starts off with Bob Empey announcing Ladies and gentlemen, let me introduce to you the future of Wisconsin wrestling. Bob and Lynn Empey and their family reside in Stoughton, Larry. So, wow. So. Stoughton. There's yeah. a wrestling name for you. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I said, you know, if you take out Kakana and Wisconsin Rapids, they'd be a true juggernaut. I yeah. Think. <laughs> yeah. They'd be a lot of teams. A lot of years in yeah. a row, they'd have won the and, state championship. And they also, they hold, they have had more individual champions, state champions than any school in the state. I believe they've had like 60 champions. So, wow. So, wow. And they're, they're above Rapids and Mineral Point and a few of these schools. Mm. But, uh, yeah, they, they've really put them out down there. So Have they since he's been there? No. Or, no they've they... had 23 since he's been there, but their program goes back to oh, the early okay. 60s. Oh, okay. You know, so, okay. But, but, yeah, he's put out some pretty good wrestlers, and including his own sons. And I said, you know, I said it's almost a shame, you know, his son uh, Griffin, Three times a runner-up might have been might have been one of the best wrestlers ever to come through that tournament without winning a championship. So, oh. so, hmm. so. all right, good stuff there. Where are they now? All right, uh, let's move on here with uh, uh, the Badgers uh, yeah. football team. Got off to a, a nice start. Looked a little slow there. Not in the a beginning. little sluggish, you know. I said, you know, I think everything is a work in progress. Yeah. Offensively, I said you got a new offense, you got a new defensive coordinator. I think everything is a work in progress, but. Uh, you know, as time went on, and you know the uh, the passing game, I I thought the cor uh, quarterback was in some places he was pretty good, some places pretty bad. He he had a sure touchdown dropped in the second period by Skylar Bell. You know, and yeah, the, from what I seen, uh, Mordecai looked a little yeah, a little bad. Yeah, <laughs> in the beginning, it looked very bad. <laughs> but he, he came alive a little. He bit. came alive, and, and you know, I said, you know, it's still that. Offense is still going to be around Allen and Malusi, I think. So, Boy, Allen's a horse. Oh, you know, he is. Wow, he's got like he got a little bigger. I think he's about two forty, two fifty. 
He I is, said. and still fast, and yeah. runs over people. And you know, he's only 19 years old. And when he was a freshman, and you talk about putting muscle on Larry, when he was a freshman in high school, he still wrestled. He made the state tournament in Division One at 170 pounds. <laughs> so he has put on about yeah. 70 pounds since he went down to Madison. Yeah, so, so, yeah well, he's since a big his boy. Freshman year, yeah, and like I said, he's only 19 years old. So, but I said I. I watched him wrestle Gunnar Hoffman a few times, and the kid was the kid would have been a tremendous wrestler if he'd have been stuck with it. But yeah, yeah. football was his love. Yeah, so, yeah, and he's he's going to make some money doing oh, it. I think it? so. I think so. Yes, indeed. So, uh, so they got Washington State now on Saturday yeah, night. It's kind of a little bit of a revenge game. Washington State came into Camp Randall last year and beat them, and you know, and that was kind of started the downslide of the Paul Christ mm, era. Okay. You know, so. So it'll be interesting. So uh, out in Washington, uh, Pullman, Washington yeah. is where they play that. Six thirty Saturday night on ABC. ABC so, yeah. yeah. Well, at least we get that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good thing it wasn't on ESPN. Yeah. I worried about that because ABC. But yeah. But uh, speaking of, a lot of upsets last week on a college football day. Yeah. More than, <clears throat> than you normally see opening weekend. I said you had Florida over LSU, Duke over Clemson. Who would have thought that? Yeah, one? that you one. Know, you know, how about Wyoming over Texas Tech? Um, Texas State over Baylor. Yeah. And then who, how about Coach Prime in Colorado over TCU? So, but uh, He's got him hyped up out there. That, son's a quite a quarterback, too. You might see some guy, more of his games on TV. And I think you're going to see a lot of games of his on TV. <laughs> just because of his uh, – yeah. because of him. I mean, yeah. he brings that – that aura yeah. to the yeah. to the game. Yeah, and that you know they went into TCU and and they played a good ball game. They there. did. They really did. And with they, all them new players. Yeah, you bet. So look um, out. And they got Nebraska this week. And yeah, I didn't think Nebraska was overly great against Minnesota. I know Minnesota's pretty decent, but you know I I, I think they're going to beat Nebraska this weekend too. So yeah, and that one's at home. Yeah, right. So, so. Uh, other than that, I don't see anything. Uh, to uh, stand out this year? Uh, the, Texas and Alabama. That, okay. That'd be the big All kind right. of the headliner this week. All and, right. And this would be the first time these two teams have ever met when they were both ranked. Wow. Yeah. Texas is 11th and Alabama is third. And of the all the years? Yeah. Wow. They haven't played that often. Oh, I, okay. I don't think that I can remember anyway. It's always funny how they yeah, don't. Yeah. It's always been, you know, the Texas Oklahoma game has always yeah, been a big, yeah. I think they call that the Red River, Red River something. Yeah. You yeah. know, Red There's River always shootout, something. So, anyway, so. Uh. All right. Uh, so, college football, uh, second week uh, in action there. And again, the Badgers. Yeah. Are uh, at Washington and State. And they are ranked 19th this week. Yeah, so. they stayed at 19. Yeah. So, so. One team did fall a lot, and that was uh, LSU. LSU, yeah. <laughs> Clemson, too. Clemson, I think, fell out. Either fell out or they went all down 25th. Yeah. It, you know, so. Yeah, you don't lose to uh, unranked teams Duke, and, yeah. and, and <laughs> expect to stick around no, too long. So. <laughs> Especially as bad as they lost to them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it wasn't just yeah, a D, D, uh, Dave close game. Dave Sweeney was shaking his head pretty bad over that one. So. Oh, well, they have a couple of blocked field goals. Yes. Absolutely. Some fumble in, inside the just, five. Just about everything that could go wrong went wrong for Clemson. So. Yeah. But yeah. that program has fallen off quite a bit the last it two has. or three years, too. Yeah. I mean, that was with Alabama, that was the number one, number two game. You since know. Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, Trevor Lawrence, exactly. Basically, yeah. since yeah. he went. Yeah. So, so. so they have they gone south. Yeah. Uh, well, the Brewers uh, took one on the chin again yesterday. Yeah. Uh, got off to a nice lead with uh, Adamas' home run. But but that, you know, their last three losses, Larry, Sunday to Philadelphia and Monday night to the Pirates, they had a lead 
early in every game and did not add on runs. All no, they yeah. did not add on runs and had trouble even getting people on base. And you know, it's, and that's what they did when yeah. they were winning. Right. Even even Tuesday night, that's what they right. did too. Same thing. They got people on base. They did not hit a home run uh, Tuesday night. Scored yeah, six right. runs an inning. But uh, so it's they've got a stretch coming up here. They've got three games in New York: Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Against the Yankees. Against the Yankees, um, they'll probably see Garrett Cole on Sunday. So, so mm. we'll see. So it's and you know, the have, Yankees are down this year, but they're still the Yankees. I think they're at. Then they have Miami. I think. Miami for four and Washington for three at home next week, and they've still got to go to Miami, and I believe they have a home and home with St. Louis yet. Oh wow. Uh, and a home with the Cubs yet. Yeah, so, the Cubs. So. And the Cubs are now within a game and a half, and a half after they won yesterday again. So, yeah, the Cubs are playing great. Yeah, they are. They yeah. are just playing super. And they just swept the Giants three in a row. Giants were in the, uh, the playoff uh, wild card discussion there, and now they've kind of fell off. Chicago has a, a four-game home series this weekend with Arizona. Okay. So that will have wild card implications yes. also. So. Right now Arizona is a game back of yeah. Cincinnati in the wild card yeah. race. Yeah, I said, you know, I listened all year about how terrible the N, uh, NL Central was, but right now <laughs> it's a good possibility they could have three teams in the playoffs. They could very well could have three so, teams, yes. Right. You know, so. We'll see what happens yeah. there. Wow. Yeah. Okay, week one of the NFL season, it gets underway tonight, and everybody's talking about the matchup because Chris Jones is not playing for Kansas City yeah. and Travis Kelsey's not playing. Okay. At least that last I heard he hurt his knee yeah I yeah last I heard Kelsey yeah I, I haven't heard if he's in or out uh Jones is still in negotiations yep so and he most certainly would go on a restricted list for probably a week or two but uh that that's the big thing right there you take Chris Jones out of that lineup and and I think I believe the Kansas City defense becomes very pretty average yeah you know, I guess so. they have uh, Kelsey listed as questionable okay. for tonight against yeah. – uh, and as we mentioned before, surprisingly, the Detroit Lions are the team that they yeah. face in that first game right. yeah. tonight. Just kind of odd. You'd think it would be somebody from the division or somebody from the conference, but right. uh, pretty good intermatch, you know. And, and uh, the Lions, of course, are a very sexy pick this year coming off, uh, you know, a playoff run last year. I think – no, they did not make the playoffs last year, but they were close. Yeah, but, very close. You know, they're – They've been a very sexy pick to win the North, you know. But uh, I'm not sold on Jared Goff, but I do think they have a terrific defense. So, yeah, you yeah. Know, so. so it could be a uh, it could be yeah. an interesting game tonight. Yeah, you bet. So. Seven twenty is the start on uh, NBC, yeah. and of course the Packers they open up against the uh, the Bears at Chicago at three twenty five on Fox, yeah. and you can also hear that on one hundred seven five. Yeah, let the, let the, the Jordan Love era begin. Fifth straight year. That the Packers have uh, opened on the road. They're the only team to do that. Yeah, and they're going to play two on the road in a row. Right. So, you, normally, all those other years, uh, they the second game was at Lambeau, but this week they're going down. This year they're going down to Atlanta the second yeah. week. So, so pretty interesting start for them. So, but Packers and the Bears, uh, two winningest teams in French or in the mm-hmm. NFL history. Of course, the Packers are the winningest with yeah. 790 wins, and the Bears with 786. Yeah, there's a lot of hope that the Bear fans always have their hope. You know, it's we'll see Justin Fields, but two and a half point favorite, I think, is what I last yeah. saw. I don't, I, Bears. Did, I don't see where the Bears have improved themselves all that. I mean, uh, they picked up um, a pretty good receiver in Moore. Yeah, but uh, uh, Montgomery. The running back that always gave the Packers fits. He's in Detroit now. So did they take the tight end away from the Packers? Yeah, Robert Tanyan. Yeah. So, so 
which you know, interesting. I always, I always liked Robert Tanyan, but yeah, a knee injury a couple of years ago really curtailed him. So, so uh, one of the matchups to watch, uh, of course, this for Week One is uh, Buffalo at New York taking yeah. on the Jets on Monday night. Monday night, I suppose we won't be able to see that either. <laughs> Unless some negotiations <laughs> yeah, quickly. Uh, but, yeah, anyway, Buffalo at New York and, of course, the, the debut of Aaron Rodgers. So, and we'll see if the Jets are for real because Buffalo's going to come in there. Did you hear the Jets' uh, DB, defensive back, yeah. talking they were the best defense since the Bears of 85? Yeah. Good for him. That's, uh, that's, uh, that's some serious talk right yeah, there. Considering he probably wasn't even born in 85. So. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. Uh, I watched that team in 85, Larry, and yeah. I know you did too. Oh. There, there have been very few teams that have ever held a candle to that defense. Two shutouts in the playoffs. Yeah, and I said about the only team that ever came close to it, the Eagles, when they had Reggie White mm, and, sure. uh, and Golick and uh, a couple other guys on the front line, and they had uh, uh, Seth Joyner as a linebacker. I thought that was the only team that ever came close, but – the 1985 Bears were special. I mean, if you didn't have an offensive yeah. line, you had no time to throw no, the ball. No, they were came at you all the time, and and it was kind of interesting. You know, after that year, Buddy Ryan left to take a head coaching yeah. job, and they went to a different defense other than 46, and they were never the same nope. again. No, nope. never the same again. So, and they had the same. I think they had basically same, the same personnel. personnel, same yeah. base personnel. Yeah. And I always remember after their Super Bowl against New England. You know, reading that uh, a lot of the Bears' defense begged the owner do whatever you can to keep Buddy Ryan around, but there was a lot of problems between him and Mike Ditka. Yeah, and if, and Buddy pr- probably primar- get primarily ego too. Oh, I'm sure. And I heard so. Buddy Ryan and Buddy get, Ryan wanted to do his own show, wanted to be head coach, and and he went to Philadelphia, and that's right. that was the architect of that defense that I just mentioned, also yeah. too. So, yeah. So. All right. Uh, well, speaking of the NFL, Chris Mortensen kind of uh, quietly retired. He's had a lot of health problems. Yeah. But I said all the years I watch ESPN, Larry, and nothing against Adam Schefter, but I don't think anybody ever did it like Chris Mortensen and John Clayton. Yeah, right. And, of course, John Clayton passed away last year. But those two guys were the best NFL reporters I've ever seen. Yeah. They yeah, were Mort- good yeah, and Mortensen, detailed. Mortensen had some cancer. Uh, yeah. Throat, I believe. Yeah, throat cancer yeah. a few years ago, but yeah. uh, he kind of just stepped away quietly after yeah. the NFL draft and yep. Yep. hasn't been seen. That's why, because he yeah. uh, retired. Yeah, so no more. But uh, he was great. Yes, he, he was great. Yes. So. Well, so. ESPN there, their shakeup continues <laughs> the there shake with all continues. the people moving around. But you know, all these good quality people. Yeah, you know, it's a say, shame. Yeah, so, <laughs> so who knows? Maybe it's Disney's. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. Uh, FIBA World Cup uh, in basketball. Uh, the semifinals are set to go. Uh, the USA will play Germany, okay. and Canada will face Serbia okay. on Friday. Yeah, I find it. You know, I said it was kind of interesting to me. Lithuania beat the USA, but then they didn't make the semifinals. Yeah. So, but yeah, I don't know how that all went. But yeah, well, I what I've understand the USA does not have a big, not a real big, lot of less size. And Lithuania kind of took it to them in the inside, oh, and, okay. and you know. So, but uh, yeah, and Serbia, I don't think has uh, Jokovic is not playing. I don't think so. In this, no. kind of like uh, Giannis hey. did not play with uh, Greece. Greece, either. yeah. So, but some teams did make. Yeah. Uh, There's quite a few guys playing, though. So, I mean, some teams who didn't make the quarterfinals yeah. actually are qualified for the Olympics next year. Yep. Australia, Japan, and South Sudan. 
Well, that's a first, huh? <laughs> Not sure who's playing with them, but yeah, I say I've never heard of an NBA player from South Sudan, but <laughs> I guess uh, a lot of people. It, or is that where Manute Bowl came from? That could be. I wonder. I think that's be. where uh, Sudan. I think was where Manute Bowl was from. So, <laughs> well, I know a lot of people are, are uh, looking for a USA Canada final. Yep. In this FIBA yeah, World yeah. Cup. Yeah, I I think Germany will be tough in there too. So, yeah, so, you know, yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, ESPN reports that more than one in four American adults could bet on the NFL season this year. Okay. <laughs> Approximately 73.5 million Americans, 28% of the adult population, are expected to bet on the NFL. If that includes an, if that includes an office pool, well, I'm one of them. So, <laughs> other than that, no. <laughs> well, I don't know if you're part of the $250 billion that's been bet with American sports books since 2018. <laughs> I tell you what, sports gambling is getting to be a huge, huge Well, you got huge all thing. these licensed sports books now. Yeah. And uh, they're in 34 states. Eights, yeah. It, it used to be the only place you could do it was Nevada or Atlantic City. Right. You know, now it's, yeah, like you said, 34 more states. And so it's, it's crazy. So, it is. But, it is crazy. Yeah, so. U.S. Open continues. They'll have the uh, semifinals. Yep. Uh, and then the finals coming up this weekend. Coco uh, Goff uh, made the semifinals, I yep. believe. And she is, is that the f- youngest woman since Serena, I believe, from the USA? USA yeah, I yeah. first yeah. teenager, actually. Yeah, to first make teenager it since Serena, I believe. Since Serena in 2001. Yeah. She so. had a match the other night against uh, a lady from Latvia. Took 68 minutes. <laughs> six love, six two. Yeah. That's, yeah, they, yeah, they that's only quick played, work. Yeah, they played two out of three sets. So yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's fun to watch. She's a lot of energy there. Oh, so, yeah. So. so that's coming up this weekend, the U.S. Open Finals yep. for uh, tennis. So we've got high school football for you on Friday night. Yep. Tomorrow night, Nielsville Granton hosting Fall Creek. Game time, 7 o'clock. Pre-game at 6.35 on 92.7 WPKG. Should be a good one. Yeah. Should be a good yeah. one. Well, Coach Mickelson's done a good job over at Fall Creek, and this is one of the teams that we thought would be right in there with Nielsville, you know, for for the top spots. So we'll yeah. see. So yeah. All right. That'll be uh, two guys on sport. Don't forget to join us for that football game tomorrow Yes, night. please. <laughs> if, if, if you're not there. If you're not there, <laughs> yes. It should be a nice night. It should be it's, actual football night. Yeah, it's supposed to be uh, <laughs> uh, Friday. It was supposed to be a high of 74, I believe. Yeah. So it should be just perfect weather to sit out there on the hill and watch the Warriors. By the, so. time, the, yeah, by the time the game comes, it should be very comfortable. <laughs> yes, it should. So. That's two guys on sports for this week. I'm Larry Hazer. I'm Dick Olson. We'll talk to you again next week. Yeah.